This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rolling the dice. They attempt a 60-yard field goal. Miles Garrett, the block. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. One of the things I love about getting a great game like that with tons of great calls, tons of great action, is when Spiro Ditas does the game, because we get to mention Spiro Ditas more on the show. The Fordham Flash, my guy, the Greek freak Spiro Ditas with the call this past weekend on C. We got to get we gotta get Spiro on You Better You Bet. Like, that needs to happen sure. at some point in the in the near future here. I'm going yeah, I'm, I'm to text Spiro so we can get him on the show. Fellow Fordham guy. Uh, as Miles Garrett, like, it's funny because, like, they gave up 38 points. And right. you had like one of like the like a transcendent performance by a defensive player in the game. Oh, well, how many points did his team let up? Oh, almost forty. But he was he was still really great. Uh, Miles Garrett was and is now can the favorite, the sole favorite atop the board to be defensive player of the year at our show sponsor, Bet MGM. We got awards coming up for the next couple segments on the show. Joey Kanish will join us next hour talking college football power hour final hour. We'll give you our bets for tonight in the National Football League. Week eight kicks off in Buffalo with the Bills and the Buccaneers. But for now, we continue P squared, B squared NFL awards. Jake, fade the music up, please. Uh, defensive player of the year where Miles Garrett is your favorite at plus 200, followed by Micah Parsons and T.J. Watt, both at plus 225. By the way, speaking of great performances, T.J. Watt, no slouch last week against the L.A. Rams, looking like Deion Sanders in his prime, picking a pass off for Matthew Stafford, ridiculous. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is 18-1. to Nick Bosa, the reigning defending defensive player of the year, who is on record now saying that, yeah, maybe the holdout kind of got me started a little slowly, you think? Also, he's now... Filthy rich, so who cares? I don't think he does. Bosa's 22 to 1, Ken, along with his teammate, linebacker Fred Warner. Chris Jones of the Chiefs is 30 to 1. Max Crosby is 40 to 1. And I don't think the Vikings are going to trade Daniil Hunter now. We'll see what happens on Sunday after they beat the Vikings on Monday night. Hunter is 65 to 1, Ken, for the Minnesota Vikings. How are you looking to bet Defensive Player of the Year right now with the three guys atop the board and maybe anyone uh, past them as well? Yeah, I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on this. There are two kind of interesting points to make, but in the interest of like serving the other reward markets too, I think this one's really straightforward. Uh, we've talked about like the three edge rushers at the top of the market. We've said like, these are your three likely winners. And now you're just trying to kind of pick between them in all likelihood about who's going to win. Uh, I made a case for TJ Watt last week, not to bet him, but just like if I had to pick somebody right now that I would pick him because I felt like he was statistically farther ahead than the other two. And now I think we're at a different point where I think the question needs to be asked like, okay, Watt, totally get it. Garrett, totally get it. Parsons, like, really? Like, like should, should he be this low price still? Or should the other two actually pass him significantly in terms of their price? This feels like a price that's driven entirely by reputation and not, like, on-field performance, just to be perfectly honest. So, uh, statistically, Watt and Garrett, far ahead of Parsons, no question, not an argument. And, like, 
Pete, you can throw analytics around, which people are going to like, this was the case for Brock Purdy MVP. Well, EPA, he's this great. Ask the people who vote if they even understand what that means. Ask the people who vote for defensive player of the year, what pressure rate is. And I know that's a really easy one to understand, but like, you know what they care about? Number of sacks. Care a lot about that one. Care like a whole bunch. And uh, and so I think Watton and Garrett are really far ahead. So your only betting angle here is a bad one. Your only betting angle, because it doesn't pay very well, your only betting angle here is if you bet Watt and Garrett together and pay like minus 200 or something for it, uh, do you have the winner more often than that? Like, do you have the winner 95% of the time and you're paying a price that's not 95% of the time? Like you're paying less, which is great. That's like a, a bet that you would seek out. If there was a game tonight and you had that kind of edge, you'd bet it immediately. But this bet pays in February, four months from now, and you know, your return is bad and the limits are low. But like, that's it. That's all there is here is like Parsons doesn't belong with the other two right now. Doesn't mean he can't get back in, but like is way behind and the other two are ahead. And if you bet both of them, you probably have the likely winner. That's not a very sexy take. Like everybody should try to be trying to sell you somebody who's 100 to one or something. Uh, that's all there is right now. So that's like kind of like the, the who to bet on. My last note, because you brought up Daniil Hunter, and I think you had meant to ask me about him last week. We didn't get a chance to, we ran out of time, I think, or something. Um, he leads the NFL in sacks. I'll just remind people, I call this like the Matthew Judon rule because we had this discussion a lot last year. Uh, this is not an award for the player who leads the NFL in sacks. Uh, yes, having a lot of sacks increases your chances of winning, but it is very, very much a reputation-driven award and literally like always goes to someone with a huge rep that's driven by all pro appearances, pro bowls, accolades, uh, just like really like versus someone who is like, well, I've never heard of that guy, but he has 17 sacks. Like Shaq Barrett has led the NFL in sacks and didn't get a vote for this award. Vic Beasley has led the NFL in sacks and didn't get a vote for this award. So like Daniil Hunter is probably going to be that this year. And you're going to get people like when he has like 10, 11 sacks, like oh, value 30 to one to be like, uh, bet he's not a finalist, bet the other three guys are instead. Like, so just be really careful with just the stat guys that have no rep at all. Um, the reputation guys will almost certainly win over players like that. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday, P-squared, B-squared, NFL awards. Anything else on defensive player of the year or we want to uh, move on to offensive rookie? No, just do you, do you want to bet those guys as a pair? Like, it's so unappealing. Like, it's just like, it's just, it's not even fun. It's just like, yeah, like you, you'd win probably, but like, here's you know, not a lot of money and you tie up a bunch of money for four months and that's what the award is right now. It's, it's a great, and like, I don't even know like who, who I would like more of the two. Like if I could just bet one, like how about that? Like you pick, oh, it's pick like one of those right two. Now. Yeah, right? I mean, if, I, uh, if I had to pick and one. And they both won last week. Like both teams won right. last week too. They're both four and two. Yeah, so like team success, team success is a strong driver of the award and they're, they both won to your point. So like you can't even use that. I guess you could be like, well, if Deshaun's going to keep being out, then advantage Steelers, even though they're not as good of a team, like the Browns are rated better. But like if Deshaun's going to be out a long time, I guess advantage what? But that gives Garrett the chance to do stuff like what he did last. Like now he gets all the credit for what happened. So it, it's like, I mean, it's really, a, you know, it just I think it's like an impossible question to answer right now, which is why the betting angle is literally just exclude Parsons. If you wanted to, I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying like, that's the only angle available right now. A catch 22, some might say. I mean, I guess. I always forget what that means, too. It's like a like in between like a rock and a hard place, like a catch twenty two. Like, what do you do? Is you it, don't know. I don't think that's what it means. I think it is. I think it's like some kind of like circular logic where it's like a thing is like A is B, but then B is A, and you like you can never. It's like a. I don't know. 
Whatever. Hey, how about Let's catch 22, segue? another award. Yeah. Right. How about Puka Nakua? 22 catches in a single game is a possible mm. segue. Offensive Rookie of the Year, where uh, CJ Stroud uh, goes on the bye. Oh, Mike Brown gives us the, the um, a dilemma or difficult circumstance from which there is no escape because of mutually conflicting or dependent conditions. I feel like I was closer to right. Well, I think we're both right because like the first part, the first yeah, part's you and the second part's me. Yeah, the first <laughs> so part. Like, basically, like, like wait, that's, so what, what does I that tell you? We're, we're both halfwits. <laughs> right, we both, we both <laughs> yes. know half of everything, which is usually not a really good idea. That's hilarious. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. CJ Stroud goes on the bye, comes out of the bye, and is a bigger favorite now than he was when the when he entered his bye. Why? Because B. John Robinson didn't play last week. Thanks, Arthur Smith. Uh, Stroud, minus 190 now to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. Taking on Bryce. We'll get to Bryce Young's price in a second. Puka Nakua, huge game last week, 3-1. to one. Jordan Addison, huge game on Monday. Now your third choice in the market. Addison, 9-1. to one. Bijan 14. Zay Flowers, 20. Devon Achan still like holding strong here at this point in the market, at uh, this at uh, this place in the market at twenty five. Rasheed Rice forty, Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta both fifty. Bryce Young at sixty six to one, and then 007, the secret agent man. Want to know as a starter? Hundred fifty to one. Quarterback controversy in the Windy City. <laughs> uh, like uh, cue your thoughts. Uh, okay, right. offensive rookie of the year, Ken. What do you got? Yeah, this is. Uh... I have a lot of Stroud and uh, and I'm and some Bijan and I'm gonna I think I'm gonna find myself in a bit of a precarious position in a couple of weeks. That's just how I feel. Where I'm gonna have to like figure out if I want to pull the ripcord and just start adding big prices to to just kind of get out of this. Uh, I'm not there yet. I think Stroud's the most likely winner, but. Uh, I saw such an interesting stat that since Cooper Cup came back from his, I'm sure you saw this too. Since Cooper Cup came back from his injury, Puganuku's target share has gone up. Like it's actually oh. hasn't gotten worse, which was like I our know. right. I know. Yeah, you're, not only do you know you're counting on it, right? That's what, yeah. uh, so the the idea yeah, the of like, it is it's a catch twenty two right. for me as a fantasy owner. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> so just the uh, yeah, I I didn't think that would happen. It's one of the reasons why I preferred Stroud when Achan got hurt, and we you know remember when Achan got hurt, you had your pick of whoever you wanted. Like you could have landed on anybody, and I was just like, I think it's just Stroud to the moon and some Bijan just like just in case. And I was like, I think those two players, and I, I think I was wrong, and I think Nakua can still win. Now, do, would you want to bet him now? No, because the price is low, and he's probably he's probably just properly rated right now. He's probably just like a guy who can win. And he's rated like a guy who can win who's among the favorites. But like now I'm a little worried because now this is happening with him. And I don't think Addison's going to end up winning. But like when he rips the ball away from Charvarius Ward and runs it in for a touchdown, I'm just like, well, this is great. Like here's the game where it's like it just, you know, a complete explosion. We don't know when Jefferson's going to come back. When that happens, what happens? So again, like just these players where I'm like, I'd, I wouldn't, I don't want to bet on them. And like I wouldn't have wanted to then. They're just kind of being obnoxious for me right now where like they're not going away and i was hoping that they would go away so i think they're they look can they all win yes what are the odds that they all win probably what they are on the market right now so like the order and the pricing there is fine and then it's like all right let's say stroud's the most likely player to win let's say naku is the second most likely player to win i think there would almost be no disagreement with that right now let's say addison is kind of the third most likely player to win versus like Bijan Robinson or Jameer Gibbs or HN or these other guys. Who is the fourth most likely player to win? Like, let's work the problem that way. And it's like, well, is it Bijan? He has a headache and he doesn't play. And when he does play, he doesn't get many carries. Is it Zay Flowers? Don't think so. Is it Jameer Gibbs? Don't think so. Is it HN? He's hurt. Is it JSN? Probably not. 
and you go down in it, is it, you know, the tight ends? No, tight end never wins this award. And so like, all right, should the fourth choice actually be Bryce Young? Just because the upside, if you're the number one pick and you're a quarterback, you're going to start every game the rest of the year. Is your upside better than everyone else's where even if you haven't done it yet, the season is impossibly long and you can get there and you play Stroud this weekend and you're a three-point dog and you're switching play callers. It's an intriguing entry point where the difference between Stroud and Young could actually compress a ton. Like, let's say Stroud, let's say Young has a totally like, almost like a, a you know, 202, like something that's not even that impressive and Stroud plays poorly. You're going to look at their stats and be like, ah, he's like, Stroud's like one game ahead, maybe like one good game ahead or two good games. Like it's going to compress, it could compress really fast. And, uh, and so I think, I mean, if you like the Panthers, you have to bet young. Honestly, I don't even think you have a choice because it's going to age really well. And I think having some young is a pretty good idea anyway, because it's easy to add whoever he is, impossibly long odds right now. Like you don't want a little bit of that. So he's the interesting player right now. There are three other players who can win and they're ordered fine. Bet Bryce Young. I want to bet on Bryce Young. I'm going to ask you on the other side about Tyson Bajan. Just feel like it's worth asking. Joey Kinnish joins us next hour. Bets a steal uh, next hour. But we will start talking more NFL awards. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.